to the freaking weekend. <laughs> Welcome back to Ideally Though. Ideally Though. I'm your host, Erica, and as usual, I have my hubby, my bestie, my butter biscuit. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? What's been going on this week? Um, lots of work. Uh, last weekend, uh, we uh, went to my father's uh, 54th birthday party. And uh, that was a complete disaster. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Things ended up broken. Children were getting whooped. It was <laughs> it was a clown show. And it's I enjoyed myself at Bar- uh, what is it, Barnells and Bailey's or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> that circus that used to be around. Yeah. No, uh, it was a good time. Uh, I enjoyed myself and seeing my family. I don't see them very often, and that's more of a personal decision. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was a good time. And then other than that, I mean, again, we had a great fucking episode of The Last of Us. Bro, I was going to say that. Like, The Last of Us has been getting good. Man, let me tell you. We're going episode four. My little gamer fancy. And I, it's just, you know, quickly, uh, I'm having fun watching you experience the story of The Last of Us. It's been good. And... Uh, on March 3rd, it's going to release on PC, and I can't wait for you to experience the game also. So that's going to be fun to, to watch you play and have you enjoy the thing that I enjoyed almost, over a decade ago and how much of a significant like story it is for HBO to like put this show together. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, that's that's been my week. You? I mean, same, you know, it's been raining. Um, yeah. It's colder. Some people said it's been snowing on their side of town. Jeez. Usually this is time when it does start to snow. I mean, the last couple of years we've got, been getting snow. That is true. That is Before true. that, we never really saw snow. It was very rare. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping to see some snow, um, you know, especially starting in this month of February. It's going to you know, come probably. Gonna see it. it gets cold. Um, any of my football fans, you know, we got the, what, the Chiefs and the Eagles going to the the Super Bowl, so I know there's a lot of Eagles fans. So I mean, I don't know who got they bets on what, but you know, if you want to, you know, cash at me the winnings, you know, I support whatever team. <laughs> Relax, <laughs> whatever team get the money. Hilarious. Okay, so you want to tell everybody about what this episode is going to be about? We are in the month of February, mm-hmm. and as it is very important for us Black folk, uh, I would like for us to discuss some of our favorite. You know, if you have a top five, it doesn't have to necessarily be that, but uh, black inventors. You know, uh, people who, um, in a way, just changed, you know, how humans live, honestly. And I, and we've discussed this for about a week or so, or you have, and I, I kind of had to do, because of work, a, lot of more, a little more research. But um, it's been interesting to, to talk up with you about who, you know, we've, the things we discovered you know mm, what i mean yeah uh so yeah top uh top african-american black uh inventors happy black history month people yes sir everybody yeah. happy black history month dive deep you know take the month you know you only get 28 days <laughs> and, and try to look up you know something about black history month that you never knew black history yeah um i guess i'll start and i'm gonna keep it um with a familiar name okay. to start off with. So, 
one of my top inventors would be Madam C.J. Walker. So I'm going to put a female in there first. I like it. And I, I picked her because, you know, if you don't know you ain't black, you know how hard it is to maintain this hair. <laughs> you know, and she started the first straightening formula. Um, wow. Also, the straightening comb. But that's a lot of, there's a lot of back and forth about who actually created the straightening comb. But in general, she created the first hair straightening products. Nice. And, you know, we're in 2023, so we are embracing our natural hair. But, you know, sometimes we want to go straight. Yeah. And, you know, she is the founding mother of the straightening product. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, she was born in 1867. She is the first female, black or white, to be self-made millionaire. Self-made. She ain't got no family helping her or nothing. Speak on it. Okay. She actually learned how to, she learned about hair care from her brothers. They were barbers in uh, St. Louis. That's amazing. Yeah. So there is a kind of a, a show that, uh, who was Octavia Spencer? She played Madam C.J. Walker. I haven't watched it, but it is on Netflix if anybody wants to like take a look. That's cool. Um, she did found the Madam C.J. Walker Manufacturing Company. Um, and she really started because she was suffering from, like, severe dryness, dandruff, baldness. So she wanted something to not just straighten your hair, but also, you know, maintain healthy. healthy hair. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so she definitely promoted hair growth um, and the conditioning of the scalp. Because, again, she had some issues with her scalp and probably some inflammation and again baldness things like that um so she definitely promoted hair growth through the use of her products um she did get the patent and she created the quote-unquote straightening comb in 1905 that's that's amazing so i mean we got to give it up to her she had her and her females riding around in in one of the first cars i've seen a picture of her in black and white looking (laughs) like a g you know um and i love that you know as african-american women it's hard it's hard to do hair Mm -hmm. and people don't realize that that's not black it is difficult as hell so uh, it's always a comment that people like oh you don't this is a comment you don't wash your hair every day hell no we don't wash our hair every day if you had this you would not be washing your hair every day (laughs) i always get that from like white people not gonna lie white women they're like you don't wash your hair every day oh that's nasty if you want this hair, you can definitely try it on for a week and tell me if you would <laughs> love That's to funny. wash it every day. It's too hard <laughs> to maintain. So, you know, our girl, Madam C.J. Walker, she came up with some, you know, just a little straightening formula to help us out with the, the struggles of this kinky hair. Yeah. Which I love. That's amazing. That's um, amazing. Yeah. And her net worth was uh, one million. So, wow. So at that time. You yeah. know, in the I mean, that means a lot. Yeah. Time for sure. You know, um, that's, if I may make a comment, that's more, she made, she made a million out of necessity because it was for her health. Yeah. The health of her hair. Health and she made a million dollars out of necessity. That's crazy. And, you know, going around and promoting and she got salespeople. It was all about the sales tactic back then too. Walking up to people and telling them why they would need that product. Yeah. You know, so it was all about word of mouth and how good she can promote her product. Recognizing a service that is not uh, fulfilled and then fulfilling that service Absolutely. completely. So that was my first one. Shout out to Madam C.J. Walker. I love it. That's a good one. That's a really good one. All right. 
Um, I'm gonna go with a dude okay. on this one. Um, in particular, this is a a founding father of sorts as well. Okay. And we would not have a huge branch of entertainment if mm. uh, if it wasn't for Mr. Uh, Jerry Lawson. Jerry. Yes. Um. Now I'm. I don't have any of the. Uh, you know. Kid born and date oh, and all fine. that stuff, but. Um. To talk about some of the accomplishments or what type of uh, individual Jerry Lawson was. Um. Back in the day, this is like eh, 40s, 50s, um, with uh, a, a lot of uh, you know segregation and things like that being with an education being with, withheld from uh, African Americans. He uh, was a completely self-taught engineer, like, like never stepped foot in a school, like ever. And uh, to be um, who he is, to have never stepped in in, in school for this is amazing like he ended up like being a uh like leading entire divisions for multiple semiconductor wow, uh, processing uh companies one named fairchild which was huge back in the day um with this um he was like instrumental in basically creating the world's first video game cartridge you know, you moving it that. from yeah, moving it from uh, a uh, I forgot what the what the format before it called, was called, but into a ROM, mm. which allowed for space and things. Yeah, uh, it it blows my mind that I really I heard about this man in college, but we didn't go in depth as to how significant this person was as to the made. history of video game design. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have video game design without him, you know. That's just it, as a concept. That's that's nuts to me. A black man. Yeah, um, it makes me uh, feel proud for going into tech, like I have. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And, uh, essentially, well, unknowingly, unbeknownst to me, um, it, it's pursuing my my venture in tech since high school. Yeah. And you know, to have this type of backing, but like um, stepping stones. You know what I mean? That type of stuff. It's amazing to me. Um, with him being completely self-taught and developing um, the first video game cartridge, like he was contracted and hired out by other developing video game companies. Because now you there's a whole branch of entertainment that's been built. We can become a company now. Yeah. So companies like Activision and Atari, like things we know, Used mm-hmm. him to like backwards engineer other like gaming things and consoles and stuff like that, so he could build them a better format and build them a better game. And it, it's amazing that all of the stuff that he has developed over time, completely, we still use in the gaming industry. Today. Absolutely, it's that a blueprint. Blows my mind. That man set a blueprint for for my absolute passion and. Billions of uh, humans form of entertainment across the world. That's that's one way to make your name and make a staple as a black man for me. That's, that's amazing. Great. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, quick little summary of him. But uh, Mr. Jerry Lawson, uh, rest in peace. But amazing man, 
and thank you for your patronage and everything you did. Okay. For sure. Somebody going to be saying that about you one day, Gregory. <laughs> I would hope one day. They uh, will. I already feel it in my bones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my next one, um, it's a name that maybe people have heard of if you actually researched a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Garrett Morgan, he created the traffic light. So Ooh. the three-way traffic light. Nice. Yeah. He not only created the traffic light, but he also created a couple other things. Okay. So like the safety hood. Um, a forerunner f- f- of the, he's a forerunner of the gas mask. So there was already oh, one, but shit. she actually created a better one. Nice. Yeah. Um, he also did, he kind of ventured out. So he is a man of many talents. He also ventured out and started doing his own thing with like hair products too. So, oh, yeah. wow. So he did like, you know, like perms. So he kind of created his own like chemical processing. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and his own um, straightening solution. Yeah, so same. So he was just a pure engineer, like a pure inventor. Oh, man. This man's done a Amazing. lot. He helped start the Cleveland Associations of Colored Men in 1908. Um, him and his wife opened a year later a clothing store. Like, this man has... Entrepreneur, for Traffic sure. light, which people definitely... You know, don't pay attention to y'all. Should be actually thanking this man for trying to, you know, <laughs> saving your see, life. <laughs> we still see all these accidents, man. but um, he got a lot of patents. Man, he got a lot of patents for all the things he did. He actually, one of the things that I thought was cool was that when he created like his newfound gas mask, there was some kind of fire, and there were these workers that were trapped. And he actually took his gas mask and saved these people. That's amazing. Yes. He, it was, um, they were trapped under, it was like trapped in a water intake 50 feet beneath Lake Erie. And his, um, he actually took his, uh, smoke hood design, his gas mask, and he, he saved those people. So not only was this man a, uh, an inventor. A entrepreneur, but he was also a superhero. <laughs> yeah, like he was like Black Lightning. Man, for real, like shout out. I mean, once he got he got his patent for the safety hood in 1912, and then a year later he launched the National Safety uh, Device Company. Like wow. this man okay. is okay, an entrepreneur Negro. He did, did a lot. <laughs> um, he also helped other people, other black people, with their inventions. So he was known around, especially Ohio, for getting patents and creating things. Like he just, I don't know, he had a knack for a lot of different things. Hair, clothes, traffic lights, gas mask. And then there were other black inventors he would actually go out and help with their inventions. So he has a little credit with other things as well. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, you know, helping out and giving back to the community and helping build other generational wealth. That's, That's how you do it. That, That's how you do it. I love that. Um, yeah, and he created his own straightening comb. <laughs> hey, man. He was like, he did a lot of different things. Traffic light, which was, I think one is one of the biggest things, and then the reforming the gas mask. Yeah, those are huge. Those are huge. And then, sure. oh, I'm gonna have a clothing store with my wife, and then I'm gonna do my own hair care products. Oh, also, I'm gonna be saving people on the weekend, fifty mm-hmm. feet <laughs> below Lake Erie, like. This man was amazing. I forgot how many patents he ended up getting 
in the early 1900s but he got a multiple and again he also really help people he uses platform to help other people with their inventions that's cool so if you that's haven't really heard cool. of garrett morgan definitely look him up um and see about all the wonderful things he has accomplished all right um good choice i like that one you got to. um so i did forget to mention in the beginning um that all of mine have to deal exactly with what my field is or at least by interest or field. So our second one here for me is a Mr. Mark Hanna. Hanna. Okay. Now, uh, to fill you in again, this is uh, another reason why uh, if this man didn't come up with his um, specialized uh, software and, and his uh, computer engineering, we wouldn't have half of the entertainment we have today, probably. Mm. Um, I mean, we would in time, but whatever, right? Uh, Mark Hanna, founder of SGI Silicon Graphics, um, he was it, he created the world's very first computer graphics firm. Uh, wow. They specialized in um, basically creating cutting edge 3D illustrations and graphics for effects for movies. So mm. uh, we wouldn't have gotten Jurassic Park back in the day if it wasn't for his tech, for instance. So. Or uh, one of the very first uh, 3D animations, uh, I can't remember the name exactly, but it had to deal with a um, uh, painted glass knight that fights this like wizard or another knight or whatever, mm. um, and that his software was used for that. Um, his software was used in films uh, in the entire Terminator series. Like, <laughs> Okay, I'm already liking that. Um, yeah. Uh, PhD um, from Harvard, I believe. Yeah. Oh, that's what's And um, he, as well as another person on my list, they like went to the same schools and stuff together and learned all these okay, things together and branched out into these different areas of tech and then blew it up within their areas of tech. That's amazing. So, uh, Mark Hanna, uh, shout out to you again because uh, his tech is what was the foundation for video games. Uh, your Marvel movies, your fans out there in the world, like we wouldn't have any of that shit, right? Um, right. So, I mean, it's it's interesting to me how deep the wormhole goes and how little we know about all the stuff we use and some take for granted every day. Like, right. um, I will have you know that uh, another one who is a woman on my list uh, we wouldn't have Netflix without. So yeah, <laughs> is um, Mr. Hanna still alive? Yes, he Ooh. is. He, um, he is now a professor. I can't remember what uh, actual university, but uh, he teaches uh, computer science. We can go visit him. Uh, I would love to. I would love to just and pick shake his, that man. Hand. Every every person on here, except for one of them, I would love to pick their brains. The one being Mr. Lawson, who tragically is gone, but. Uh, if I could pick every one of their brains on my list, I absolutely would. Because how do you think of these things? You know, the yeah. concept of this stuff. It's brilliant. Pure genius to me. But Amazing. yeah, uh, shout out again to Mr. Mark Hanna. Yay. Okay, I like that. Okay, so my next one is Mr. Alexander Miles. 
He mm. actually invented the mechanics that opens and closes the elevator door. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. And actually, he was just a barber of trade, uh, you know, by trade. Oh. Yeah. He was a barber at a hotel. And, you know, usually you have like those um, p- operators that actually have to do it manually. And I think him being at, you know, working as a barber at the hotels, somehow he came up with the mechanics for the opening and closing of the elevator door. Mm. So, yeah. Wait, so the mechanics meaning modern day, right? Not the shitty little gate that someone had to hand close back in those days. No. He made the the, mechanics that we still use today. Right, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, before he got the patent for it, elevator doors had to be closed manually by a dedicated operator. Exactly. Right. Wow. So... And, you know, if the shaft was not closed, people were falling out. And it's happened, you know, many accidents. You know how many lives that man has saved? <laughs> right. He saved many lives. He improved the mechanics by designing a flexible belt that was attached to the elevator cage. And the belt allowed for the automatic opening and closing. Wow. He, yeah. So simple. So simple and practical and functional. Right. I don't know where he came up. You know, again, being a barber by trade. Maybe he had time. You know what? I don't want to interrupt you. Okay. But I have a theory. He okay. probably got tired of having to go to the like the basement stairs or take the basement stairs to get to his shop or wherever or upstairs or whatever. I'm I'm assuming basement because back in the day, you know, like, right? But um, he probably got tired of taking the stairs, but it was always late for the elevator. And then, you know, making it so things were timed and it could get people could get in and out faster and quicker and without having to worry about an operator, right? Somebody else manually doing the thing, it just blows it and changes the game. So he comes up with that to make his job, again, easier out of necessity. Who knows if they let black people even take the elevator? Man. So maybe, you know, this was a way of saying, hey, hey. you need to let us on the elevator. We ain't got to be taking the- two solid theories. I love it. Okay. Hey, whoever, whatever, <laughs> whatever it was, that man made it work. He was actually inducted in the uh, National Inventors Hall of Fame in 2007. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I Shout mean, he out. died. Right. No, but like, like give really the credit where credit is due. Yes. I love it. Some of my people were inducted into the that's National Inventors Hall of Fame. So, you know, he did not invent the elevator, but he definitely invented one of the most important things for the elevator, and that is the opening and closing of the door. The best USB upgrade you can possibly get. <laughs> okay, and then, you know, he got his money, and, you know, he kind of just went back to doing his barber thing. So humble. Yeah. I love it. Stick to what you know, make that money, and go. So, shout out. Thank you so much, Mr. Alexander Miles. Yeah, for real. Okay. Okay. That's really dope, dude. Uh, every day, we, people use elevators. Now, I'm yeah. going to feel even more proud when I see why people walk on them. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, all right. So, our next one here is a Mr. Mark Dean. Still alive. Still kicking. Mm. And a amazing computer scientist and engineer. Um. So this man here helped develop a number of flagship and landmark like technologies, like like crazy stuffs, right? Um, he is uh, one of a team, and it was a very small team. I believe it was like six people, uh, but he was a pivotal part. Like he uh, actually figured out a bunch of the stuff and issues during their testing processes and things like that uh, in the development of the first gigahertz chip. 
Okay. Gigahertz chips allows all those pretty colors on your TV there. Okay, and no, all no, your black pretty and white. colors on your gaming monitor and all your pretty colors on your phone and all the pretty things that you see on a daily basis on any digital screen allows it to be seen. He That's did amazing. That. That's amazing. Okay. Um, with his movements in that, uh, before even developing all that, uh, he was employed um, after college uh, at IBM. So still working with like semiconductors and computing and things of that nature. Um, he helped, ended up developing the uh, ISA, which is a industry standard architecture, right? So everything that can plug into an interface with something, taking your uh, charger in your MacBook or um, your uh, TV into cable input or your Fire Stick or anything that has an interface with that, he helped develop those actual standards. From printers to like disk drives, USB drives, monitors, anything that can be plugged into a computerized machine, you can thank this man for it. Oh my! What's the, wait? What's his name again? <laughs> uh, no, nah, I gotta write a letter. Mark Dean, babe. Mark Dean. M- Mr. Dean, I'm gonna write you a letter. Um, I do have a quote that I will read from him, but I want to say it at the end of the pod. Okay. Um, because it's something that I've always believed, never hearing it from him, but it's something I feel too hard, and it's definitely a message that no matter um the age involved, I feel still holds true but um yeah mr mark dean shout out to you because i use all of those things on a daily basis for my own personal job um and entertainment and so does all of the world and the universe so you're awesome and shout out to you that's amazing yeah you got some not saying newer age people but i got some real you know i got some ancestors over yeah. here and you got a little bit modern people day still kicking you know, the ones who, if we didn't have half the shit for them, we wouldn't have half the shit for them. Right. So, it's all about the stepping stones of what we build, right? That's yeah, the culture. absolutely. All right. So, my next one is Mr. Robert F. Fleming Jr. He actually created the a little bit of a newer age guitar. Nice. Newer age guitar. So, he was born a free man. His parents were slaves, and he was born in Oh, wow. Freedom. Okay. He actually was a Union sailor in the American Civil War. He actually helped. I forgot, honestly, you guys will have to look him up again, Mr. Robert Fleming Jr., but he actually helped, like, see the enemy. It was something in the war that he that helped them not, <laughs> you know, I, I you have to actually look it up. But he actually was, he, he got some awards for the things he did when he was, you know, um, a sailor. Interesting. Um, after his naval service, he did go into business as a guitar manufacturer mm. and a music teacher. And he invented a new guitar. He called it like the Euphonic, Euphonica, something oh, like that. Okay. Yeah, so he created a better guitar. Interesting. Like a new age guitar. That's cool. Um, he did receive a patent um, in Canada. Okay. And, you know, he used his money. Um, and then decided to go back into business for himself. So, you know, he went back into doing his, um, like, his own, like, guitar manufacturing, but for himself. Because once you get out of the war, it's more like you're working for other people. Again, yeah. this is, like, early 1800s. So right on. Right on. <laughs> there's not a lot of black people working for themselves at the time. So once he got, 
his patent and he created a new age guitar he did go back into business well he went into business for himself and created more guitars and him and his wife you know they were able to successfully work for themselves and have generational wealth i love that yeah so that's just a little tidbit about robert f fleming jr again new age guitar there was already a guitar out but right, he created right. a better he one. just made that improvement on it yeah absolutely. i love it that's really good okay so i'm going to apologize first because uh, i'm gonna ruin this woman's uh last name not on purpose I just don't know how to pronounce it, but all due respect. Uh, Mrs. Lisa Giboe, I think that's what it's called. But um, she is a leading computer scientist and technologist and chief executive. Um, her contributions uh, to like computer science overall uh, led to the improvement of the GIF format. Right? Oh, wow. So everything people share nowadays, memes... Whatever, yeah, I love give. Right? Um, in addition to the format known as Shockwave, which is how uh, so many websites and applications uh, for development run, uh, she came up with the format and made it better. Uh, it's a way more memory efficient format from her. Uh, and she actually didn't like how the GIF was created, so she did like a, she wanted to make it better. And okay. that's like what motivated her. Um, she has made these uh, file formats work on so many different levels that uh, most like social media platforms, multimedia platforms, meaning Netflix, like I mentioned, uh, Hulu, uh, HBO Max, shout out to The Last of Us, we wouldn't even have them or they wouldn't be operable without her for a file formatting um, and creation. So thank you, Miss Lisa. Wow. Miss Lisa G. She's still alive? Yes. Uh, currently, she runs a, um, I believe it's Tequity is the company. Oh, wow. And she helps African Americans uh, who are working in tech basically earn equity in tech companies and work for, and like, so you can like stocks and bonds and, you know, ownership in tech and building that like basically path easy pathway for like black people to get into the tech world mm. uh, so again miss lisa g you're a g and i think <laughs> you're a g. <laughs> Shout out is to she you. is she married to a frenchman i mean the name uh, is i have little... no idea oh, it, there's okay. no like little squiggle or anything but okay yeah google pronounce it that way so if, if there's a problem <laughs> you know shout out to google <laughs> all right <laughs> all right so my last one is my favorite you know, black inventor, okay. which is Mr. Frederick M. Jones. Oh, right. When I say he has a list of things, so many things he has created or made better. The air conditioning unit to start off with. You hot? Turn on that AC. Ooh. Thank you, Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Radio service. Movie ticket dispenser. Okay. Snowmobile. Okay. One of the best things, the x-ray machine. Wow. Interesting. Yes. Portable cooling units. This man has created multiple, a plethora I love of it. things. I love it. He is a winner of the National Medal of Technology and um, was inducted in the National Inventors Hall of Fame as well. 
Shout out. Um, he innovated the mobile refrigeration technology. He received 61 patents. Mobile 40. transportation technology. So, like, the refrigeration in those in 18-wheelers and shit. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. What? That's yeah. crazy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, 61 patents, and 40 of them were for refrigeration technology. Amazing. Yeah. Um, he is the co-founder of Thermal King. Yo. Yeah. So, I mean, this man... Lit. He was worth $3 million back in 1949. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That um, man was bankrolling. Oh, my goodness. The portable cooling unit was very important because they actually introduced it in World War II. So he took that, and he helped soldiers, wow. you know, as far as preserving blood, Shit. medicine, food for the Army hospitals, for front line, people <laughs> in the front line. I am blown away right yeah. now. Yeah. He took that, and they used it in World War II. Every one of your people have saved lives. You know how Every we do, one of we your veterans. people in the list have saved lives. That's crazy to me. He's my one of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, so much probably that didn't happen in, like, the Civil War and World War One and, and think World War II, you can preserve blood. It was medicine, you know, yeah, when you need yeah, those yeah. cooling. Food. That is absolutely amazing. Amazing. Um, and you know, after World War II, it worked so well that later it became available for commercial use. After that, at first That's it was cool. just oh for the army, yeah, and yeah. then it it went into commercial use. This man was amazing. I'm gonna go hug my refrigerator after this. <laughs> yeah, he died in eight. Uh, what time? When did he die? Um, he died in 1893. Um, and it was from lung cancer. Sorry, that was 1963. He was born in 1893. He died in 1961 from oh, lung man. cancer. Okay. Yeah, okay. but back in 1949, he was worth $3 million. His That's businesses amazing. were worth $3 That's million. That's absolutely dollars. amazing. Yeah. So thank you so much, Mr. Frederick M. Jones. Thank for you. For all your work. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. Sure My um, very last one happens to last uh, or start or end off. Excuse me, with a woman. Okay, Miss Shirley Ann Jackson. Uh, firstly, I'll say this: uh, she is one of two African American women to receive a doctorate in physics, like a complete doctorate in physics, right? Oh wow! And she is also the first African American woman to become the chairman of the Nuclear Regu- Regulatory Commission. What is that? So uh, they ha- have, you know, all the. Uh, they they basically regulate anything that happens to do with nuclear technology and what its usage and all that stuff. Oh wow! Um, for America as a whole, and she is the chairman uh, appointed by President or former President Bill Clinton. Like first off, firsthand. Yeah, that's my second. So that's uh, absolutely amazing. All right. Um, she is a leading physicist and or leading uh, uh, university president. Uh, in theoretical physics, or physics, excuse me, um, and she helped lay the basic groundwork for the invention of the portable fax. Wow! Okay? Touchstone telephone. Okay, solar cells, fiber optic cables. Jesus! Uh, and like you know that awesome little tech that we all use nowadays, where you can block calls, caller ID, and call waiting. 
She did not. Yeah, all of those and in more. Um, she currently teaches uh, physics, uh, theoretical physics, and uh, and she's still a part of the board uh, uh, for the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. Uh, she is also one of those who uh, helps uh, speak across uh, universities as a, just a speaker about uh, the positives of nuclear in addition to just physics as a whole, um, why, you know, science is important. Yeah. Um, and uh, her alma mater is uh, Harvard as well. Okay, we got some. So. Amazing. Uh, yeah, she is amazing. She's basically the female like version of Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> okay. She is absolutely that. And she is awesome for it. So as my last one, Miss Shirley Ann Jackson, thank you for your contributions and your amazing stuffs. Uh you're awesome. Thank Shout you, Miss Jackson. You. I am for real. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm nothing to be sorry for. That that woman is amazing. So, Gregory, do you have any last words of wisdom before we close out? Um, I'm incredibly thankful, uh, for one, for everybody on both of our lists. I'm mm. actually really proud of our lists. Um, but really uh, to the men and women on my list because of just the fields they're in and the interests they took upon themselves and Absolutely. the way they actually just transformed uh, the black landscape for people in different areas where they weren't allowed in the past. You know what I mean? Yeah. In certain ways. Uh, but I will finish uh, by saying uh, Mr. Um, Mark Dean's quote, which is, a lot of kids, black kids, growing up today aren't told uh, that you can be whatever you want to be. There are many obstacles, yes, but there are no limits. And... Uh, when I did mention that, something that I think holds true for all ages. Mm, yes. Um, there are no limits to us, even as a people. Not at all. So, thank you to everyone. Mr. Mark Dean, that was a beautiful quote. And uh, I pass it along to you, my dear. Come through, Black Inventors. Come through. For real, for real. Again, asking for an ancestor. Have you did your research on your black history? Yeah. Um, it's just amazing. This month is going to be, you know, kind of geared towards black inventors, black, black, exactly black. Yeah. Black experience. Yeah, for sure. The black. I mean, this whole podcast is a black experience. Amen to that, sister. (laughs) You know, this month in particular, just, you know, for anybody who doesn't know too much about maybe black history, we'll try to make sure we're throwing in those episodes. Yeah. Um, I don't facts in those episodes yeah the facts you know you know not my truth the truth okay (laughs) um i do want to thank you guys so much for listening taking the time out to listen to us every friday Uh, remember we drop our new episodes um every friday on all streaming platforms i want to thank you guys again so much for tuning in and you guys have an amazing week bye yeah